0: you are tuned in to awaken radio with connie chapman to listen to more episodes go to conniechapman.com or subscribe on itunes hi everyone it's connie here and welcome back to the awaken radio podcast it is awesome to be back here with you and i'm really excited about today's conversation I felt to dive into a topic that I know so many of you will be able to relate to in some way. Um, I think it's a challenge and a struggle point that many of us are facing at the moment and that probably everyone out there has experienced in some shape or form, and this is the pattern of comparison and the really crippling effect that it has on our creativity, our self-expression, and the fulfillment of our dreams. I I really want to dive into this with you today. I want to unpack this pattern and, and really how it does play out for us and get really honest about the impact that it's having and hopefully share some things today that will support you to create a change around this or To be able to work through it, I don't know if we ever get rid of it completely, but we do need to have some tools in place to support us to keep moving forward when this pattern arises. And this really came to the forefront of my mind recently when I spoke at a breakfast event for female entrepreneurs. And I know that my audience on this show are not just business owners. um, And I think we're all experiencing comparison in different ways. But, you know, this came up as one of the key questions at this breakfast event. And, you know, I shared in this talk of, of just really how rife I feel it is these days in terms of um, how visible our lives and our businesses are these days, how much more public everything is. You know, it never used to be like this where we could see so deeply into someone else's life, lifestyle, uh, health, uh, business, income. You know, we, it never used to be that visible. And there is just an excessive amount of content out there and some of it's really real and authentic and and is just people sharing. And some of it's really heavily contrived and curated and is based on how a person's choosing to have themselves be perceived. So, We never really know what we're getting, but it's right in our face. You know, it's on the tip of our fingers there constantly with our phones. And I think we're almost in this breeding ground of comparison where it's really difficult to escape. So if it's something that you're experiencing, if you're working through it, if you're struggling with it, please don't beat up on yourself for that you know, you're not alone. You're not alone at all. I have really had to work through this a lot and I know so many people who have to work through it as well. So today I want to talk a little bit more about my personal experience of working through this and, you know, some of the ways that I see this energy playing out for people and the ways that it's played out for me and and how I support myself through it. So that's what I'm going to do today and I I want to talk to you about I think four kind of principles or practices if that's what I want to call them or mindset shifts that I've sort of made since I've been in business and since I've been really learning how to express my creative gifts in the world um, and, and how it's really supported me to move through comparison and I hope that what I share today will be supportive for you guys as well. The first point that I want to share is this sentence that my inner guidance once said to me, and I hear it sometimes just play out. It it just sort of drops into my mind when I most need to hear it. And it's this sentence, Connie, put the blinkers on. And when I hear that sentence, it's my reminder to stop looking outside of myself and to stop looking to the side and what other to what other people are doing and to really tune back into me, to refocus, to put my blinkers on, look at my end goal and stay really focused on my path, staying in my lane, you know, focused on my vision. Because one of the key triggers that I've noticed for comparison is spending way too much time looking outwards at other people's businesses, lives and creations. And the more energy that you give to what you see going on around you, the more you're really pulled outwards and lost in that external world and all the stimulus and the noise and the content, the more disconnected you become from your own personal vision the more disconnected you become from yourself in general, really. You know, your passion, your creativity, your ideas will become diluted through the excessive consumption of other people's content and creations. When this happens, it's really important for you to catch it. And if you're online, you know, consuming social media or reading someone's blog or writing or website or looking at someone else's life, whatever it is, I want you to pay attention to how you're feeling as you're doing it, because there might be times that it feels really uplifting and inspiring, but there might also be times that it really doesn't feel good. And they're the times to put your phone down and come back to yourself because your heart's desire, your dreams, they need you. They need your love, your attention and your energy in order to become a reality. Just like a delicate little seed that you've planted into the soil, it needs you to tend to it with love and with care. And every time you compare yourself to another person, it's like you're starving your little dream seed of the nourishment that it needs to blossom. It needs you. And rather than giving all of your energy to someone else's dream and neglecting and abandoning your own, it's your job to keep coming back to the desire that's sitting within you And putting your love and attention and energy into that because you've been given a unique vision and a dream for what you and you alone are here to create. Yes, on the outside, it may appear similar to another person's creation, but no one will be able to share it or create it or deliver it in the unique way that only you can. You have been given this idea because it's yours. It is yours to create and that needs to be on it. And at the end of the day, it's it goes even further beyond that as well. It comes down to your own joy. You've been given this dream because there will be so much joy and expansion and fun and creativity and fulfillment for you to experience by bringing it to life. It's a gift for you. It is such a gift to be able to turn an idea into reality. And your soul has given it to you because it's part of your growth journey. It's part of your expansion journey. And it is our responsibility to receive that and then to follow through on the process of expressing it and bringing it to life. And so when you're in that really creative phase and you feel like you've got a dream that needs to be nurtured and nourished, I recommend putting the blinkers on. So you stay solely focused on your own vision and your own path rather than constantly looking to the side, you know, or on social media to check what others are doing. I always see this analogy of like these horses running a race where they intentionally have blinkers on to prevent them getting distracted by the horses next to them. And this is such an important practice for us to take on board too, because we have people all around us who will distract us and pull us out of our own vision. So you might wanna think about ways that you can uh, prevent some of those distractions. You might take extended social media breaks or only check social media at certain times. You may wanna unsubscribe from certain email lists or even unfollow certain, certain accounts. That's definitely something I've done at different stages of my creative processes. You know, this might also be a time that you'd be really wary of purchasing other people's online courses or eBooks or resources, because think about it. Every time you're consuming their information, you're filling up your consciousness. You're filling up your own inner space with their words, their ideas, their opinions, their insights, and it's gonna muddy the waters. And you're gonna find it much harder to hear what your inner voice is to hear the pure desire that's rising up from within you. So you're going to need space. You're going to need stillness and space and quietness and emptiness in order to be able to receive the clarity on your desire. So I recommend you take time every day to really tune back into your heart reconnect with the love and passion for what you want to create you know come back to that original vision that you had remind yourself why you began this in the first place what is your personal why your reason why and then ask yourself every day what is one step that i can take today to move forward and if you can really tune in deeply and listen to your own heart, you will find that all of the guidance and information that you need to make your dreams a reality will come to you. You know, and this really leads me on to my second point where, again, this sentence just flowed through one time when I was doing a... um a live stream with my 90 day transformation project community. And someone asked about comparison and I was sort of riffing on the topic. And then this sentence just flew out of my mouth and I loved it so much that I turned it into a quote card. And it's something that I say to myself all the time. And it's the sentence, your only job is to follow the inner call of your own unique soul. Your only job is to follow the inner call of your own unique soul. And this is really a further emphasis of finding out and getting to know what your own unique soul desires, what your own unique soul wants to create through you, what your own unique soul is here to experience, how it wants to expand, how it wants to grow, what it wants to share, what it wants to do. And I really believe, I mean, this is such a practice of surrender, but, you know, sometimes we have to forego and let go of all those dreams and ideas that actually aren't ours. And I think that's the other thing that can happen on on this path of looking outside of ourselves too much is we get confused. Is this really something that I want and desire? Or have I just seen it that many times on social media that I think that I want it? And this takes some courage to tune inwards and really get to know our inner self and to listen deeply for her call and to let go of who we think we should be and of what others are doing. And of what will get us likes on Facebook and of what looks popular and of what is socially acceptable and of what everyone else is doing and tune in to receive what is the life that wants to be created through you and for you alone. I remember a few years ago, so 2015, 2016 were two very challenging years for me because I kept tuning into my inner guidance and asking, what is the next step for me in my business? What am I here to create? What is my message? What should I do? And I would pretty much get nothing. Um, Every time I would tune into my inner guidance, she would say, not now. You need to wait or you're still preparing or the timing's not quite right or there's still more inner work to do and... It was very, very difficult for me to run a business from that place because when I looked outside of myself, I saw women and, and, you know, my peers launching new creations and sharing themselves and making money and expanding and growing. And there were times that I would go and chase that. And so I would create something and launch something. But it wasn't my truth. It wasn't my soul saying, yes, now is the time to share something. It was my mind going to do something out of fear, fear of falling behind, fear of not making money, fear of having these women be more successful than me, fear of losing my audience if I didn't do anything, fear of not making money, whatever it was. But I had to practice deep surrender and deep self-trust in order to wait for my inner call, waiting for my soul to tell me what it was that she wanted to create in the world and when. And I'm now in the creative process. I'm now birthing a new e-course and website. And it's a very deep, intimate process to really be receiving that from within. Um, But now that it's the right time, I'm so glad that I waited because I can feel Feel the clarity of of what it feels like when your desire comes from within, not when it's an external one that you're chasing based on what other people are doing. And that's a real process of discernment to be able to know enough what your inner voice sounds like. And when Um, a desire has been given to you that you are ready to give birth to. Like I said, in any shape or form, it doesn't have to be business, but you know it's come from within. It hasn't come from trying to copy or follow someone outside of you, which I'll be really honest is happening a lot. I've fallen into the trap and I'm watching a lot of people copy and follow in the footsteps of others. Yes, those people can be mentors and guides and inspiration, but please, your power lies in knowing it is not your job or your mind's job to even figure out your desires. It is to surrender to the part of you that already knows. It is to tune back inwards every time that you get lost in the external noise, every time you try to copy or emulate or be like someone else, and then listen. Listen for what moves and inspires you. Listen for what lights you up. Listen for what makes you come alive. Pay attention to what comes most effortlessly to you. Notice what pulls at you from within and devote yourself to that. And so then you're going to come to this point where, you know, you want to be expressing yourself and we've got a lot of avenues these days to express ourselves in the world, whether it is online or through our social media or our websites or whether it is in our local communities or whether it is through our writing, our performing, our creativity, the way that we parent our careers, whatever it is. But... I, I bumped up against something recently, which I'm sure many of you have bumped up against, which is this perfectionism thing. And this is really triggered by comparison because, you know, we're in the process of working towards our vision or our dream. And then we start to look outside of ourselves and, and we sort of compare what we're in the process of creating to what someone else is creating or has already created. And that's, where their stories begin, while it's already been done Or it's been done like way better than how I could have done it. Um, Mine will never be as good as hers. Um, She's, you know, got such a bigger following than me. You know, she's been able to invest more money and it looks more beautiful. She's more beautiful. Look how gorgeous she is. No wonder she's so successful. I can't be successful with the way that I look or the way that my body is. Whatever, right? There's always some story. And I got really triggered around this personally recently while I was in the sort of visual branding stages of my creative projects. So working on some branding and logo design, working with my new photos from my photo shoot. And I'll be really honest, I reached a point where I completely wanted to give up on my dreams, where I almost like wanted to throw these creative projects like completely in the bin. I was like, these things are so like just not good enough and nowhere near as good as other people's creations that I might as well just give up. So notice how comparison does that, right? It is a way that we get to stay safe by never having to share our own personal gifts and creations with the world. Um, it allows us to stay small. It protects us. It, um, allows us to hide. It uh, it also really minimizes and devalues us, and allows us to kind of wallow in a bit of self pity. Have you ever done that? I mean, I, I noticed myself. I was wallowing in some self pity. I was like a victim, and I was crying, and you know, it was it was pretty sucky lala to be honest. But it felt very real at the time. The way that I kind of began to move forward on this was that I had to make a decision in myself, and I'm sure that you've heard people say this before, but this was really the process I went through, where I had to decide to value progress over perfection and I noticed how there was a story in my head that if what I was going to share with the world wasn't perfect, wasn't the best, wasn't the most amazing thing ever, then it shouldn't be shared and it was crap and it was rubbish. So my perfectionism and comparison were really, really tied in together. And this has been a huge practice of self-love for me and learning how to be proud of my creations, even if they're, according to my mind, not as good as someone else's and actually making that not be the point, almost making that irrelevant and really coming back to what's important to me. And I made a commitment at the start of this year that I really wanted to share some new creations with my audience because I want to add value and I want to feel the excitement of moving forward and I want progress and I want expansion. And I had to make a decision where if I was deciding that things had to be perfect and if they couldn't be perfect and then I couldn't share them because they weren't good enough in comparison to someone else's creation, then basically that meant nothing would get created this year. And so I let myself kind of sit with that and I was like, okay, Con, well, if you decide to let comparison and perfectionism win and you decide to not share anything this year, how will you feel? And you know what? That felt really damn painful and that felt really upsetting And it just didn't seem like an option to me. So then I sat with myself and I said, okay, well, what if you were to share this with the world, even if you think it's not perfect, even if it's not like the best ever, even if it doesn't quite match your biggest, brightest vision of of what you want to be sharing with the world? What if you still shared it anyway? What if you valued progress over perfection What if you focused on moving forward and expanding and the feeling of pride and creativity and excitement you would feel from just simply sharing something that if I put my blinkers on and just focused on me, that was a win. That was, that was a, that was an achievement of a goal. That was a success. Maybe not in comparison to someone else's journey, but if I stayed focused on my journey The sharing of these creations was still a success. It was an achievement. It would be deep fulfillment for me if I measured it based on my own journey, not on other people's journeys. For me, it was a win. And so I really had to reframe that. And I had to choose to make moving forward, progress, my own self-expression and my own joy more important than being better than someone else or creating the best thing ever or being perfect. And I think a lot of us really need to be doing this. We need to be really honoring our own journeys, our own creations, our own progress. If something is a step forward for us, regardless of whether you know it's, it's uh, it seems really insignificant if we compared it to someone else, but if it's a step forward for us, then it's a win, then it's progress and it needs to be celebrated. And so keeping our blinkers on, staying in our own lane, staying focused on ourselves, listening deeply to our own soul, we can keep moving forward on our path and what other people are doing becomes irrelevant. But it really is a practice of tuning deeply back into yourself and not getting lost by over-consuming other people's lives and creations. On this point I want you to look at the people you're putting on pedestals. This is something I've really had to look at in myself. There are certain women in my industry that I just had on pedestals and I just thought that every single thing they did was so perfect and so amazing and I could never keep up with them and I could never um, be as good as they were. And I really had to just break down some of those mental constructs that I've created and stop minimizing myself in comparison to these people. And and this leads me on to my next point, which is just digging a little bit deeper into the inner work and maybe pulling out your journal here. Because, you know, comparison patterns are a beautiful way to learn about ourselves and ask some really honest questions like, what is this person triggering in me? And what you'll often notice, and again, I know a lot of people talk about this, but I'll share it from my own experience. You notice that something that someone else is demonstrating that you're maybe jealous of or thinking is better than you is a quality that they're showing that you have within you, but you haven't fully owned or you're not fully expressing. It's like it's lying dormant within you maybe this person's really confident or really creative or really good at writing or really good at expressing themselves or really switched on and smart or really well connected or really great at building relationships, whatever you notice in them. Right. And there's a part of you that absolutely has the ability to do that as well in your own way, maybe not in the same way that they are in your own way, but in that moment, you're not owning that quality. You've disowned it. You're you're acting as though you don't have it or that's missing from you. And then you're looking at it in this other person and putting them on a pedestal and admiring that quality, maybe even being envious of it, but not recognizing that you also have the ability to express that, that if you just found it within yourself and owned it and expressed it in your own way. You know, that's what is being triggered in you in that moment is the desire for the expression of a different part of yourself that you're currently not owning. So what is this triggering in me and what am I seeing in this person that I would actually love to be doing myself, that I would love to be expressing or embodying or how am I seeing them do things that's actually really showing me, yeah, that's kind of how I'd love to be doing things too you know, I compare myself to women in my industry who are making much more money than I am. And I can very easily minimize myself and think, well, I'm not good enough and I'm crap because I'm not as successful. Or I can say, Hey, maybe this is showing me that I too actually want to be receiving in bigger ways financially for my work. And if I was to own that desire and look at some of the qualities they have, like they're thinking very differently about money or they're selling in a very different way or they're expressing themselves in bigger ways, they're owning their gifts in bigger ways, I could look at, okay, cool, I've got some inner work to do in myself of how I can bring those qualities into my own life and my own business in my own way. Where do I need to be Owning my voice and my gifts more, selling in a bigger way, increasing my prices, valuing who I am and what I do, shouting my services from the rooftops, you know, being more financially responsible. So those women that are triggering me are actually showing me where my next step of growth is, you know, different aspects about myself that I probably need to own and embody in my own way, as I said. So there's a lot that we can journal about here and learn and discover when we're looking at people who are triggering us. You know, we even get triggered when we look at people in the health and wellness space. Maybe what's getting triggered in you when you're comparing yourself to these women with certain healthy lifestyles or bodies is that there's a deep part of you that would actually love to be honoring and valuing your own body in the same way that these women do. You'd love to be able to have that level of discipline, that level of commitment to your health or your training. You'd love to love yourself enough that you will only put clean food in your body. You'd love to have A body, maybe that doesn't look like theirs, but that you know is the healthiest, strongest version of your own body that's radiant, that's energetic, that's confident, right? So these women are showing you something that you too would love to be able to embody or experience or express, but in that moment, you don't believe you have the ability to. So you're putting them on a pedestal saying, they're so amazing and I'm crap versus what is it that i'm seeing in them that i also want to be experiencing and living and what do i need to do to start doing this in my own way what changes am i actually feeling inspired to make and then i put my blinkers on then i focus back in on myself i ask my own soul how i can do it in my own way and then i get to work does that make sense i hope it does So this has been a big, juicy riff on comparison. Um, I really just wanted to share all my thoughts and feelings around this. I, I don't think it's a cut and dry topic. I don't think it's something where we can say, oh, here's four steps and you'll be free of comparison forever. I think it's something that we're going to continuously be working through, but as long as we have the tools and the mindset shifts and the practices to help us move beyond it, you know, we just want to ensure that it's not blocking us from our own self-expression and our own dreams and from thriving in our own unique way. Yeah. So, I think my biggest takeaway from this is really about staying tuned into yourself and being very wary of the amount of external noise content, people's lives or other people's desires that you're getting lost in. We're always going to get lost in the external and our job is to just keep coming back to ourselves Putting down the phone, creating a practice of tuning into yourself and listening and feeling and loving yourself enough to honor your desires and act on what it is that you want for you. So I would love to hear your thoughts or feelings or experiences on this episode. If you have any questions around this, um, head over to ConnieChapman.com at my blog and leave me a comment there, connect with me or shoot me an email at hello at ConnieChapman.com as well. And, you know, I, I'd love to talk about this further. I haven't spoken about comparison much on the podcast, but, you know, I really felt to come on and share with it, uh, share it with you today. So would love to hear your experience. Of listening to this. If you love Awaken Radio, please go onto iTunes and subscribe and give the show a rating out of five stars and leave a little comment as well because it really helps ensure that this podcast gets into the hands of people who need it. Thank you for sharing it with your friends and family. I know so many of you refer this podcast on to people that you care about, and that means so much to me. So, thank you for being a part of my community and this show. And I look forward to speaking to you guys next time on Awaken Radio. Lots of love. Bye.